Hey, and welcome to another The Point Forward Podcast. Recording this on a Tuesday after work. Feels good to be out of the office and talking about some NBA or just some basketball in general. We're fresh off the uh, end of the college basketball season. Marsh Madness is in the rearview mirror. And to talk about that with me, as always, is PJ. What's going on, dude? We are one week left. In NBA basketball, regular season. Yeah, that's the important thing, right? I can't believe it. It's pretty crazy. It seems like we've uh, been spouting a bunch of crap for uh, like a minute, and now it's over. We well, we have real it, basketball to talk about in some people's opinions. Well, <laughs> uh, it's just really weird to think about how we were uh, talking about, and it seemed like kind of a joke going into the season was – can you know you know Russ without KD is gonna try to terrorize the league? Let's try to, or I wonder if he'll be able to make a run at the triple double. And he's, it's looking like he's gonna do it. It's unbelievable. But yeah, um, I'm trying to see, and I haven't found it yet. If we do, maybe we'll tweet it out. But like, what he has to, what he, if he like, what he would have to do to like lose it at this point. I saw the stat. I saw the stat like a week ago. And, you know, points, he has it already. It's just, uh, you know, if he scored zero points and played every game from here on out, he's good there. But then you got um, assists and rebounds, and it was, like, mid, like, between six and seven. If he averaged that from here on out, he'd be good. Uh, so Okay, that's what I... I'm not, I'm not going to jinx the guy. I'm not going to say... Well, I'm, I'm not gonna say the, too much about it, but I'm it's worried re- about the assists more than it. Like the assist part is what. Yeah, the assist. Most nervous about. The assist part is definitely what. Uh, he's also he would, literally like at this point. I feel like he's just how he's played the last two weeks. <clears throat> it's like he he knows he's there. Like he just has. He's like cranked it up to just be like, Yo, what's up? Like. I mean, I, I think it, it really sucked that he didn't beat the Spurs, though. That was a bummer. Yeah, that, that was – that. I wanted to see I wanted to see them beat the Spurs as well. Uh, he he has been unbelievable. We're going to – I have a feeling that our next episode is going to have a lot of Russell Westbrook talk, so I don't want to get into it too much. What I want to start with is college basketball before we get to some NBA stuff. And I honestly don't have a lot to say about last night's game. It was, uh, I was rooting for Gonzaga. I had a feeling that North Carolina would probably the, end uh, up winning. The police coming after for those officials. <laughs> for the crimes yeah, they committed last m- night. My apologies, but it, it was just an no, ugly... You don't have to apologize for their piss-poor performance. Well, it was it was not a very easy game to watch. Not a good pace of play. Both teams shot really poorly from the line, from the field. Uh, ultimately, North Carolina ended up winning seventy one sixty five. But I know that you you had some things to say, PJ. So I'm just gonna let you talk about this game because I really don't have much to say. Well, I just wanted to continue my theme of uh, really just hating on college officiating something over the as i've matured i've just realized that it really sucks to just have like games and i mean this was like i think on paper for college basketball like a really nice 
set up for a national championship game. Um, I mean, I thought the Villanova and UNC last year was good too. I thought this was just going to be a nice second act to that. Um, but it just really sucks how quickly, and especially in college with the five fouls, just how stupid it can get with the officials and how they can just really take over and, and, and be a, as much of a factor in those, those games. And it just, it sucks and it just kind of throws everything off. Um, and I think that was just like the, the first part of it. Um, not that either team really played well around that. It was a pretty bad game overall. Um, which was too bad because I really enjoyed the final four. Um, I thought those were, I mean, the North Carolina game, again, that was sloppy at points too, but. Um, In general though, the games, the games Saturday were, were really good. And the Gonzaga South Carolina yeah. game was awesome. I was really right. happy and I mean, with it it's anyway. Been a, basically this whole tournament has just been, you probably generalize and think it for all of college basketball for the most part, but. Um, it just really seemed like in the tournament in general, and this game kind of was the chair on top of that. It was just really, you know, interesting moments throughout, but, like, just huge stretches of bad basketball, and then you're just hoping kind of that last four minutes it to be good, and this wasn't. <laughs> it, was still, it was just Yeah, like, this one was really just the last just minute crap. or two. The entire yeah. time was just crap. Um, so that sucked. Um, and to tie it into main thing of NBA I'm uh I'm officially kind of not really not gonna be buying Zach Collins stock um come this NBA draft as far as a prospect goes I was kind of like the one guy I was really I think pretty much all the North Carolina dudes are pretty established that you know if they're in a, the right situation I think some of those guys can be nice pros but you flip it and look at the Gonzaga side Zach Collins is kind of like the premier. He's right now still projected lottery. I'm not, I'm not buying. I was kind of hoping he would he would show up in this game. Um, I thought he well, his nice matchup, but his numbers ended up okay. But four turnovers in 14 minutes ended up really like that's a lot of turnovers, I mean, man. It, I, mean, I mean, it sucked he got in foul trouble, but I mean, he just like I don't know. I I just have not seen it all from all the Zaga games I've watched, and granted, that's been the tournament and maybe three other games but he's well other than stuck out to me like i just i i feel like a lot of times you these these pro guys like you you notice them and i just forgot about him you know more and more maybe is just if he's in a different system in the nba but what doesn't make going into it i was like man maybe this dude will show up and i'll what does what didn't make sense from my point of view was he you know the guy he shot when he shot from three this year he shot the ball pretty well uh he played less than 20 minutes a game and had 10 points why isn't he playing more yeah i think i mean that's part of it too is like i mean that's i know he's a i know he's a freshman but damn how many because he's a five-star recruit coming into college right uh i'm not sure it could be I, I don't really I think he was I think he was a pretty highly touted recruit and he, he was but I don't know if he was that but yeah I mean pretty skilled but it, I mean he seems to rely on his athleticism a lot which in the NCAA 
uh, that'll work for you. But he's young. Who knows what will happen with him. He's still a seven-footer with pretty good athleticism, so I'd like to see what he can do in the NBA. But like you said, I think fit is going to be important with him. Yeah, and I, I mean, think it'll also, take some time to develop for sure. Yeah, and I mean, it also was was too bad to see uh, Williams got Williams Goss get hurt there um, at the end. He was playing really well at points, um, but then after he hurt his ankle, I was like, dude, just you should just drive, try to get his, you know, draw a foul or something. He was kind of settling for stuff, and uh, that just sucked to have happened in the last two minutes too. It was bad luck. Um, but yeah, I'm a uh, pretty pretty psyched that uh, this tournament's over with. It was uh, kind of an up and down, kind of weird weird thing. We, uh, we got well, I think it might have been. I mean, no, like you usually see some big upsets in the first round, round or two, and then you might see a team squeak through. But I feel like no one could really get a feel on on this like just in this year's field in general every pool that i was in it was kind of over going into the final four because it was like one person still had north carolina left or one person still had gonzaga left and it's like oh it's over already it didn't seem like you know sweet 16 and going forward everyone was just kind of out of it at that point they were had maybe three or four teams left just a weird year I had no grasp on college basketball this year. Well, yeah, and I think I, I mentioned it a couple of times. I tried to get into it because I just there was so many guys that are going to be, you know, talked about on here. Especially we'll be talking about you know, come come June, July time. But mm-hmm. uh, man, it was it was tough. Every time I I sat down for a game, it was like, all right, I, I kind of. Watch something different. I just, I was not, not any, nothing that compelled me. There wasn't any, yeah, there was no team. There was, there was just nothing that really grabbed me. Um, well, and the other, the other unfortunate thing about this game last night was you have some guys that are going to go to the NBA, but you didn't have that big prospect, right? I mean, if you this game, I think is is a lot different if you've got Kentucky or UCLA. Uh, I, I think uh, if Duke. La, I think if Lamelo or not Lamelo, sorry, Lonzo <laughs> played in. If Lonzo didn't play in, too many ball brothers. Yeah, too many balls. Uh, if he was on Kentucky or he was on a Duke. I think he would have been the guy. I think you would have. I mean, just think there was a lot of good basketball in the Pac-12 this year. Um, I think some of those guys would have probably gotten a little bit more gas and hyped up if they weren't out there. Um, even like Oregon, I think would have been more popular if you you know change them, change that location. Uh, but that's always been the case with West Coast teams. But um, like Lon, I think Lonzo would have been that dude more than he already was if uh, you know more people saw him. Right. Well, that's enough NCAA talk yes. for for one podcast, and probably for a lot of podcasts. If uh, unless you're including talking about prospects going into the NBA draft, but um, let's uh, not a gr- not a happy topic, but let's let's talk a little bit about some more injuries. I can't believe we got more, but um, yeah. all these all these hurts. Turn them off. 
I think we're cursing people too. I'm starting to get a little nervous that just because we're talking about them because of Nurkic, you mean? Yeah, but I mean, there's another. There's been a few others. I just I don't know. Uh, The Nurkic one is is like we're just have been just doing shots of Nurkic Kool Aid the last. I've been beer bonging Nurkic Kool Aid. Yeah, well, it's it's a bummer, and you saw it last night. The port the Trailblazers played the T Wolves last night. And offensively, they looked okay. Uh, and I wouldn't say Nurkic has exactly been a defensive stalwart for them, but he's he's given them some more options. I think he's a little bit more physical down there that they don't really have a guy that can match. Doesn't have the same defensive skill set that he can do. Like he, he, I think he could body up Towns a lot more than Aminu or uh, I, I'm blanky on that motherfucker's Myers name Leonard. my thank you god um well i don't feel as bad about missing it or forgetting his name then but they just didn't have a guy that could really go up against towns he just ate him up and uh you know it, they're just his ability to kind of pick other teams apart with cj and dame cutting and uh running pick and roll it's just it's unfortunate he's out. It's a bro- broken leg, pretty freak thing, kind of came out of nowhere. And then, um, so I, I forget, PJ, how, how long is he supposed to be out? Six weeks, is that right? Yeah, I see, I saw a couple different reports on it. and I, So I, I do think you're right that six weeks is... Well, either way, I mean, Port- Portland's pushing for that eight seed and kind of racing against the Nuggets. I mean, yeah. And it's, I think that they, uh, you know, my prediction would be that they're going to hold on and they're going to end up winning enough games here down the stretch to hold on to the eighth seed. But you still would have liked to have that last week to really just build on what they put together already as a team. It's unfortunate they're going to not going to be able to do that. But then, you know, a, and this is a guy you definitely uh, have some things to to say about um and i was just glad that he didn't get traded for the Timberwolves this year but like deep rose another torn meniscus more knee problems uh i feel bad for him he's he's gonna be you know in the same conversations like brandon roy and so many other guys that uh showed a ton of flash and now are Uh, who knows what's gonna happen with deep d rose yeah i mean Derek rose he won an mvp yeah, and he's going to be the first MVP not to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, but, no, I yeah, I don't know if Brandon Roy – I guess kind of Brandon Roy. I mean, he's definitely in the, like, our generation's Penny Hardaway type of situation, I think. Sure. That's, like, immediately – and just, like, knowing, like, all of the Penny Hardaway story, it's outside of, you know, heroes playing with Shaq, too. But, I mean, just, like, his – success and kind of where he was at in his career and then just how it just couldn't get right i mean he just was perpetually hurt um but yeah it's really sucks for him that it's you know a contract year you don't want to see that at all um and he was obviously you know to a lot of people here in chicago now he was looking forward to thinking he could get a max contract which won't be happening um so it'll be interesting what he does. I think he'll probably, you know, see him maybe. You know, if I were him, I would try to play somewhere, maybe, you know, on a mid level for a year or something. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Is is you you get you get a couple million dollars for a year, try to prove your worth, and then 
try to cash in and get another you know 20 million not yeah, a year I mean, but you know try to try to get some more money somewhere but i think that well, i don't think you're going to see anyone that's going to sign d rose up for a long-term contract at this point no i i don't think so either and i i mean but maybe the timberwolves will dude i don't know uh, i mean they might be able to give him the most money but i don't think it's but it's like if i'm him i want to be somewhere i could try to play like catch on play like 25 minutes 20 minutes off the bench maybe run a second unit you get in the playoffs and you know and you just have a good series you know he can you know have a moment or two and convince some dumb gm to give him a bunch of money the next year you know everyone likes to ask you know is d rose back so hey maybe you know a team that might sign d rose is the the magic you know they can realistically he wasn't on their board though i wasn't on their board so you know we've we've spent the first twenty or so minutes of this podcast talking about uh, some yeah I don't want I don't know about somber but you know NCA game wasn't great got some injuries but I want to talk about a little gift that was handed to NBA fans last night and that was uh, the Magic signed uh, I believe a European player I, I apologize I forget his name. And a uh, photo got tweeted out of him signing his contract at the Magic facility. And sure enough, on the background, a whiteboard. And on the whiteboard, hybrid trade, hybrid free agency, spread bigs trade, and free agents, which appears to be a list of players that the Magic are going to consider targeting during the offseason. So, <laughs> it was uh, Patricio, uh, Garino, Garino, I don't know. Mm, sorry. Thank you. Mispronouncing that last name. Sure. Uh, yeah, his agent tweeted out the picture. Um, I don't know, man. Why are you having the dude so- like? Why'd that have to be the room? Uh, like, well, I don't know who. Like, the lawyer should definitely carry some blame here because that was dumb. But also, why are you having? Why are you having this guy that you just signed come in to see? some stuff on this board of like who they're going to try to snag. Uh, you know, they have this hybrid free agency. Jeff green is on it with an X next to it. <laughs> like, essentially like, yep, we're, well, you yeah, know, we paid know him. Like, He's well, gone. Well, I don't know if that was like an X as far as like, cause I think the other one then is like, uh, Jermichael green. That's on the, um, Grizzlies. Grizzlies. So I don't know if the X was like, Oh, this is this Jay green is, is oh. our Jeff Green was my only thought, but then I think mean, maybe it was like uh, X meaning like they've had them or they have them on their team, you know, something like that. Like, but that's kind of what I was the, thinking. But I guess I could be wrong. E- either way, this this whole thing is just hilarious to me. And shout out to uh, Pick Protection on Reddit because he uh, threw up. Uh, he like wrote down all the names on this board so it's a little more legible so um yeah i'm not gonna go player by player one interesting thing on here though yeah and this is a big thing i want to talk to you about is that there's one hybrid trade option on here is sarich so dario sarich for the sixers and then they have four four ag question mark Mm-hmm. yeah this go is, uh... go give me your thoughts <laughs> Uh, I mean, I get why the Magic would want to do that. Um, well, that is bad. Like, that's a bad look. 
Like that, everything else on here is really not that. You well, know, it's, it's like nothing's really that. Well, I mean, glaring, but that that is not a. When you're throwing out guys that are on your roster that are up for an extension here soon, not yeah. a good situation. Well, it really like just puts a nice, you know, wrapping up on the my opinion of the Magic who everyone going into the season was like, What the hell are they doing? And you know, their little plan to try to make Aaron Gordon a three and that like motivated them to trade for Mbaka, you know, they were trying to, and Aaron Gordon's definitely, uh, you know, a four. He's a four, you know, he's, he cannot be a three. He's, his shot has struggled and just his ability to create his own shot. I mean, like, uh, so that was like their basis of like their off season this last year. So now if they're here and they're saying, all right, yeah, we want to kind of move Aaron Gordon. So you traded away like Victor Oladipo, who's a, premier asset you know at the time i mean and you gave up your your first round pick in sabonis who is uh probably would you call sabonis a stretch four would you call him a stretch big yeah i'd comfortably call him a stretch big and i think that's fair now in this little board of yours you're saying we want to trade aaron gordon for like something you would have had like you you did that, like, for what reason? So, um, yeah, good job on you, Magic Front Office. This is, uh, it's a something. Uh, Rob, Rob Henningen, like, good on you. Like, you might, I mean, it'd be, uh, hopefully you're lucky enough to, like, actually be able to put this board into use this offseason, because I'm just seeing this, you know, it's just, it's bad, 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 bad. Yeah, it's not a good situation. So, you're so if you're if you're the Sixers, you're saying no to yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, Aaron I get, why the, trade, I get right? why the Magic would want to do that. Um, yeah, so I'm in the same position. I mean, first of all, I think right now Sarich is a better player than Aaron Gordon is, and he's shown a lot of growth through this first season. So, I mean, I don't know why you'd want to give that up for a guy that's been in the league for a few years now. And I don't know. I like Aaron Gordon. I like what. Uh, I like his skill set, and I think that he could still turn into like a really nice rotational guy. But Sarich may end up being like maybe a third option on a team that could, you know, be a playoff, you know, you know, be a threat in the playoffs. Whereas I think that uh, Aaron Gordon has given me no reason to think that he could be, you know, a number two, number three option on a team either. So uh, <laughs> that that stood out to me. There. A lot of names on this list. Uh, yeah, I, for, so Gallinari, he seems like a guy that I could totally see in a Magic uniform. Uh, Ersan Ilasova, your dude, he could easily be a member of the Magic. Have yeah, have him. I hope he goes uh, to Orlando. Sp- spread trade or spread bigs trade. Nikola Mirotic is in there. Please, please, take him gladly. That was like, and, the happiest. That was, like, the happiest thing I saw on this. I was like, yes, you told me the list. How long did you think? do you think it took the Memphis Grizzlies to have the Magic on the phone when they saw Parsons on this board several times? I, I, mean, I mean, like, let's shed this contract immediately. Well, I mean, so from that perspective, I, I – like, I think these names are on the board because they're, like, having – like, they've at least, like, 
gauge some. In- I- I'm sure these aren't just like, oh, let's just write a bunch of names. Like, I'm sure there's like been some legwork done on some of these. Well, I like, think that specifically they know they need wings and they know they need them bad. They know that Bayumbo is not going to be. Uh, he's not going to be playing four with them. Yeah, so they get. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, no, I didn't mean to cut you, but it's just like some of these names on this list, like these dudes are just like more of what they have. So, I mean, like none of these guys are really dynamic wing players. I mean, just yeah, like in some of these names well, are just like. Obviously, a healthy Rudy, case scenario. a healthy Rudy Gay is, you know, he would been he he could have been okay for them. He would he would have been able to help I mean, them out on the free agent side. Sure, I guess there's some more wing wing type names on that side of it. But like, just looking at like the trade scenarios, like those are just like more big. Like, it's more bigs they have. You know, I don't, I don't Wilson know. Wilson Chandler would fit in nicely with them. The thing is, is like who who are they gonna tra- who are they planning on trading this? Like they're probably I think that they're willing so to move on from. Well, if I'm another team, I'm fine with buying low on Hazonia. I like Hazonia. I think he's just in an awful situation. Like you put him on the Spurs, and I bet you Hazonia is like hmm. playing 22 minutes at point guard, just tearing shit apart. But uh, very interesting, very funny. Uh, such a magic move to, to for this something like this to happen. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. I know that if they end up getting anyone on this board, it's gonna this is gonna resurface and we'll be talking about it again. But I can't lie, I was uh, I was pretty happy to see this come out last night. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, just looking at their team, man, it's like it's pretty wild. Uh, yeah, I don't like. I was looking at those names and like looking at the what they've got and i don't know it's just uh it is hilarious like (laughs) and i just don't understand (laughs) why you bring that dude in that room and do that it is uh it was (laughs) i i can't believe they don't even know it's unbelievable you know what i mean like that's just like a like why is the room with your board of stuff like what if you cut this dude in another day or two also, who leaves the room without deleting it? I mean, just take a picture of it, delete, or well, and so my thing wipe is, that stuff off. Agent, I don't think the agent. Yeah, take a picture. Well, someone else did. The, the agent did it for. Him, but yeah, <laughs> I don't think the agent like took the picture of seeing that. I think he was just doing it for his guy, and then like yeah, hundred percent. And then then everyone be like was like, oh shit, do you see what's behind there? <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, oh, it's, I can't. I can't even think of a comparable because i missed it i'm glad i saw it too because it's it's pretty great uh i don't know i'm sure i I don't think this will be the last time we talk about this because lord knows i mean the magic will have 15 million dollars coming off their books when jeff green leaves and alfred payton is still cheap most guys on their on their team are pretty cheap uh with the exception of uh bismack and then um and then Augustine they paid as well, but uh, they'll have some cap room. We'll be, uh, I'm sure they'll be making a run at some people, but uh, some more bad news, sure. let's let's keep talking about some some happy things going on in the NBA, and that includes where two injuries occurred. Well, I guess I don't know exactly when 
those injuries took place, mm-hmm. especially with D Rose. But two guys go out, two guys looking like they're coming back, and two guys that were gonna seriously shape the Western and Eastern Conference playoff pictures. So KD is set to return this weekend. Kyle Lowry, I think the Raptors are trying to get him back uh, on the court sometime later this week as well. I'm psyched. It's great to see that these guys can come back and get a few minutes at least before they hit their first round series, uh, especially with you know the Warriors. Um, I wasn't really too worried about them having to go up against the Trailblazers or Nuggets in the first round, although having KD back just makes it that much easier. Uh, but the Raptors could, are going to need all the help they can get. They've, they've had some tough losses. They're going to have a more difficult first-round matchup. So uh, I'm just excited these guys, you know, the timetables that were released to the public ended up being a reality. Um, yeah, it is, uh, it is. It's nice to see, um, you know, the KD thing I think is uh, – It'll be interesting to see what the Warriors do. I, I wouldn't be even surprised if they bring him off the bench, maybe for that first round. Even I don't know what you think. I, I mean, I I haven't really seen what Steve Kerr said as far as bringing him back into that rotation. But mm, I I I don't see KD being cool with that. But even for like just a little bit, like a game or two, just to get his legs underneath him. Yeah, regular season. Yeah. Yep, I can yeah. see that happening. Not even the first round, like depending on their no, no, I don't think so. No. I don't think so. I I see, I see KD coming back. I could see him playing less minutes than normal, for sure. Uh, but I'm I'm guessing guys. I'm guessing Kevin comes off the bench for a game or two, in the regular season, postseason starts, and then he's um he's starting, yeah, but you know, yeah. like thirty minutes a night. Yeah, just throwing, throwing. I mean, he's averaging 33 uh, a game before he got hurt, but yeah. Um, 33 yeah. minutes, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. no, it is good. Uh, you know, injuries always suck. So, And those are two teams that uh, were pretty high on as far as, you know, being in the mix late in the playoffs. So, um, yeah, definitely, definitely good news from both of those, both of those teams and those fan bases. So before we uh, start getting to our so, in and outs and stuff, PJ, so what were you say? What I, I just found a quote from Sarge. Okay. Just to go back to that point one. The magic. Yeah. So he, uh, they asked him about the Orlando Magic's interest, and so in 2014, the Magic actually did draft. Dario Saric, uh, and then they traded that pick, which they got for Alfred Payton. He said they have opportunity in 2014 draft. Uh, they trade me. That's life. <laughs> oh God. Yep. Nice well, job. I just Orlando. want to put just a little bit more dirt on the Magic grade, but let's move on. Okay. Uh, I still get sidebar. It's still weird to me. Like I, I, it's weird to me that Orlando even has a basketball team. That's always been very oh. odd to me. But whatever. Kudos to you, Magic. You had Sha- you, you got Shaq. 
Anyway, uh, let, let's talk about let's talk about a little playoffs. We have five six games left in the season for most teams here. Um, things the big thing in the East we talked about this a lot in the last episode is uh, at the top you got the Celtics and the Cavs battling it out for the one seed and I I really think uh, I don't think it really ultimately matters who if the Cavs end up being the one or the two I I think they're going to end up being the one they have another game left against Boston I see them winning that but uh, it'll be interesting is that what you think is going to happen too or do you think Celtics are going to hold on uh, yeah, I mean, I, I see, I mean, I'm looking forward to that last game between them. I think that's, uh, as far as like, and last week of the season here, things to look forward to, that's definitely up there. Um, but I, I feel like, yeah, if the Cavs kind of just for momentum's sake at this point, lady momentum, always looking to change hands, uh, I, I do think it's important that they do get that push and they do uh you know try to lock that up just just for the sake of like them playing better than they have because it's just been it still hasn't looked great i mean they the battle with uh the pacers i'm hoping it's kind of like the kick in the the rear that they needed it's kind of like a grind out which i mean in some ways did have a little bit of a playoff you know edge to it yeah it definitely did that was a great game yeah, but uh surprise like yeah nice little little bit of something there so um but yeah, at the I, bo- I, I would if i had to put money on it i would say it was the i'd still stay the caps for the top seed but then at the bottom of the east we've got the pacers and the heat currently have the same record for the eighth seed half game up the bulls and then a game ahead of them, Hawks, Bucks, now sitting in the five seed. And the Wizards firmly in the four seed, a game behind the Raptors for the three seed. And if I'm the Wizards, I'm busting my ass to get that three seed in hopes of playing the Hawks versus the Bucks because I'm not wanting to play the Bucks right now. Yeah, I mean, if things stay, but I, I like how the, they are. I, yeah, if the Cavs move up the Raptors go down I still want that second round matchup but I also you know if the Bulls end up messing around here and getting that six seed the Raptors definitely don't want to be playing their Bulls we're gonna reclaim our streak the Bulls are gonna reclaim their streak against the Raptors that would be interesting that's all I've wanted like I like that while that's all been going on I've just been like when the Bulls have been muddling around these bottom part I'm like oh just please get the Raptors then maybe there's like a I can entertain myself with the idea of you making it to the second round. Tell you what, if the Bulls are one of the eight teams left in the NBA, that would be mm-hmm. uh, stupid. That would be stupid. stupid. <laughs> I'm not. I've heard there's been a lot of talk um, in the media. I think uh, I'm totally blanking on who threw this idea out there to have like conferences or not conference, getting rid of the conference and just having top 16 seeds and, Bill and going from there. Okay, because that I've never really been a big proponent of that. But if the Bulls are one of the eight teams left, then I may have to rethink things. Screw you, man. We're, this has been tough. Oh, this you know, been, this has been the. I've got hours. I got hours worth of footage of you just shit talking the Bulls, so you can't even get started with me on this. I'm in an abusive relationship. I'm willing to admit it. I 
don't know what to do. It's just right now we're in a good time. I, <laughs> wow. I feel like it's good right now. I mean, they've are we about to have a come to Jesus up. moment here right now? I feel like yeah, they they kept the TNT streak alive. That was my big push. They you know made ten threes in the last seven straight games. I don't know, man. I just like, but I do realize that you know I probably need to like understand that. You know, the, the, the stretch of games they have left, I mean, they have, like, the easiest schedule. Yeah, it's of, a joke. I mean, which I feel like is almost setting me up for failure. Like, they'll lose some of these. But, I mean, we'll see how they play against the Knicks. But, I, you know, I, I just want to tell people about this now. Like, I do acknowledge the fact we're in, a, I'm in an abusive relationship with my basketball team. And now I, my exit, I have an exit plan. You know, I learned about that in Big Little Lies. I have an exit plan. Not to make light of domestic abuse, but I have an exit plan for this rela- this relationship. Giannis is big, long, beautiful Greek arms. Will come and embrace me when the bulls shatter all of my hopes and dreams. But, yeah. He just might. He will. I, I I can trust. He's my rock. He's my Greek rock. Well, I'm glad. Player of the month. Player of the month. I'm glad you have someone to depend on. Uh. It's just too bad that he's going to be terrorizing the Bulls for the next uh, 12 oh, to yes. 16 years. But You're okay with that? I get some enjoyment out of it. Yeah. But let's hit on the West quick. So, you know, top of the West is pretty clear. I top think that <laughs> Warriors, Spurs, Rockets pretty much have those top three yeah. spots locked down. Uh, Jazz and Clippers are dueling out for 4-5, so that's just really a question of uh, home field advantage going into the first round. So, then you have the Thunder. Go ahead. Well, I was going to just add, as you're rattling down these, like, do you think any of these, like, the seeds really matter for any of these teams? Like, I I don't feel like there's any like, matchups here where it's like, oh, like, if this happens or this, like, they have an easier chance or this team – like I think uh, not not sure. not really anything that can change at this point, but I'll tell you, if like I don't, I think if you had, if I had to pick between the Jazz and the Clippers in a seven game series, I'm taking the Jazz. But I don't think the Jazz beat the Thunder in a seven game series. I don't think they. I think that the Thunder might beat them in five or six games. The Thunder seem to kind of have their number, and Russ just just oh man, he just eats them alive. They have yeah. no one I that mean, can stop him, and as good as Gobert is in the paint. When you get Russ a head full of steam, no one's standing in front of him. The guy just makes plays yeah. and gets no, Gobert I, in foul trouble. I, I don't that's know. Not, that's like that's not gonna happen. Like, right, that's know. not gonna happen. Uh, Grizzlies like Grizzlies Warriors would be. I mean that that's not can't really happen at this point. Like the Grizzlies are really locked in at the seven seed. The really only switch we could see in the West at this point is Grizzlies jumping the Thunder, and so the Thunder playing the Spurs round one. And the Grizzlies playing the Rockets. Uh, like, I'm pretty like good with how it is right now. Like, what do you mean? Like I, I like all the matchups right now. I just I think it's fun. Although Nuggets, Nuggets Warriors would be fun too. No, I don't think so at all. Uh, just mean. how based off how Sorry. Jokic played against the Warriors I, earlier yeah. this season is. I mean, like yeah, most d- of my basis men, of that. Sure, big men are, but I'd much rather mess with. I'd rather see Grizzlies. I mean, like you said, Grizzlies are, but I, yeah, I'd, I'd rather see Dame try to 
Dame and CJ try their hand, then like there's at least gonna be some compelling moments out of that. Like I think those dudes could maybe win them a game. I think I'd be singing a different tune if if Nurkic hadn't gotten hurt, but it's just I'm a little afraid. Yeah, that sucks. That's that is it, and that's that's where I'm. I think mentally still, I I was building that up with Nurkic being being involved because I just oh man, drinking that. I can't. You and me both. I can't emphasize it enough. I was swimming in a pool of just Nurkic, Blazers, Kool Aid, and I'm gonna you know get myself off the sauce but next season oh so much juice just all of the blazers juice. blaze blazers are going to be an interesting to, team to to watch because i think that they're going to be selling evan turner as much as possible this offseason but was he uh, on the magic's big board oh good question um well, hey, you don't have to look at it now. Like we, ah, uh, no, it's not on there. Oh, damn! He it. should, he should be. Yeah, there's your wing player. He would be good on them, actually. Like, why well, not? it's kind of the same thing they're trying to do with Hisonia, though, and it's sure. not really working. So I don't know why you flip him, flip him. I'd feel really bad. I, I pe- people tend to be. He seems to be pretty polarizing, Evan Turner, and I'm kind of pro like Evan Turner. Too. I like him too. Oh, there's this ref still looking for the referees from NCAA game, huh? Still looking for them. It's a hot pursuit out there in Minneapolis. <laughs> yep, they uh, a lot of cops around tonight. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but anyway. Um, uh, all right, well, I, I don't really have anything else. I, I'm looking forward to the last couple weeks of the season here. Um, really, a week, week and a half now. Um, it ends next Wednesday. Next we? Wednesday, yeah. Oh, so you're right. Yeah, a little bit more in a week. Um, I'm gonna be a little sad to not be able to watch any more T Pups games, although it's been an extremely disappointing season. T Pups, shout out to them for like I said. I think I've said this to you in at least a couple of text messages. Them just being like the second half, just they're just like messing up everyone's plans well, it's unfortunate because they're you know, they're gonna have a sh- their odds put them at getting the eight seed which i'm not happy by that because i mean they're still gonna get a really nice player in this draft don't get me wrong um it would have been nice to see them you know be at least have a better chance at getting in that top five uh but hey they're, they're gonna get a nice piece we're gonna talk a lot about T Pups this offseason, so oh, yeah. I uh, I don't want to harp on this too hard. But I am going to I'm going to their game next week where they reveal the new logo uh, against the Thunder. Are you so periscope it and Facebook Live it. Uh, if Russ plays, maybe. I'm a little worried he's not gonna play. I think he's going to though. He I will. Just, I think so. Well, too. Does that like fuck with his? Oh, what if he didn't play to like lock up the. See, I think he'll play because I don't think I think he doesn't want people to think he's stat hunting. I also think that he wants to say that he played all eighty-two games. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah so uh, that that's working for me. So I'm excited by that. But um, yeah, man, it's uh, we're we're definitely gonna put it on another pod next week, um, and we'll we'll do a little playoff preview and whatnot uh, once everything is solidified. But let's uh, let's get into some in and outs here, Peach. 
and I went first last time, and I'm a little, I, I know what you're in is. I'm I'm a little afraid because I'm out on this show, but you you go ahead. What? Well, everyone should is now kind of out on it. Well, I have two. First one, in on you know Masters coming up this weekend. That's super cool. Was looking at all my doing some little master competition or two. Um, so Masters is always awesome. Masters and baseball being back is like a nice jolt to like spring and you know summer month. Summer now you know being right around the corner. So weather changing so always like that but yeah in on the uh big little lies finale it was a real that was a real treat a couple you know little twists in there uh i thought they wrapped it up real nicely you don't don't agree with me on that that take well i haven't i've watched the first two episodes and i was out on it after that oh you silly boy no see it just gets better um yeah, it, you the, gotta finish that up. Oh. It's a bad. It's bad though. No, 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 my friend. You just mm, you got. I stuck through it. Granted, I watched it on Sunday nights, and I think now I've watched like three times through, uh, with other people that caught up and now are that got caught up for the finale. Um, so I like very woke on all Big Little Lies, but even I did not see one of the the twists coming. I thought you know. Uh, so I would say. So this is. Uh, I feel it's this only seven episodes. Just ride it out, man. It's, it's have, you, it. have you have you heard heard or seen the show uh, Bloodline on Netflix? No, but I've heard it's compared to this. Yeah, so I I've seen a few I've seen a few episodes of that that I watched with my dad like a year or two ago, and the same thing. Like, I hate that. I don't need this show that's just gonna gimmick me into watching it. Like, why don't you it's give me a show gimmicky. that? It's not. Dude, no. The reason dude. people are into it is because there's this big thing that is revealed in the last episode. No, that's not it at all. That, well, tell barely... tell me what happens in the first couple episodes that is supposed to draw me in. Then no, because I nothing the, happens. The, I get the beginning of it is a little, but no, dude. Like three the the. Next, like you were, if you'd watch the third episode, third and fourth episode, like it turns to a nice, like it's captivating. Like I enjoyed it. I, it's only seven episodes. Like you're not, it's not like you're getting into like multiple seasons here. Like you, you'd squeeze it out. I, two episodes, I, I would be, I know what you mean and I know what you're like talking about. Of just like kind of it just being, well, just nothing happened. Mom, First two episodes. It was just a lot of mom. It's just a lot of mom drama. I love mom drama, and that's what kept me going. But like actual, like non, like soap opery stuff, like no, it gets dude. It it cranks it up. It goes to a different level. There's like real like tension that they create. No, you just just give it like two more episodes. Get to like episode four, and then like come at me and tell me. You don't want to just like see it right off. That's what I mean. It's like it's just seven episodes. It's like all right, it wraps it I, up. Like, hey, I'm like just I'm just gonna have to take some time after this podcast to really think about this. You, I'll I'll think I'll about get, it. I'll, I'll I'll get you. I'm gonna get you to watch it. Now. Okay. Yeah, it was it was awesome. It was fun. If anyone else is listening that has not watched Big Little Lies, I'll give you my amateur recommendation. It's on, on as far as TV show goes, a nice. 
you know, I think it's a good uh, good thing to watch with you know, other people. So that's fun. I was watching it as a way to fall asleep on Sunday nights, uh, but ended up really falling into a show I liked and enjoyed. It was a fun ride. So thank you to Big Little Lies. <laughs> Shout out to Big Little Lies. Shout All out right, to Big Little Lies, Mam Drama, and Elvis Presley, Audrey Hepburn, Trivia Nights. See, if I would have guessed out of if you just told me these two things that you're in and out on but not told me which one you're in on and which one you're out on i would have flipped them oh uh yeah so my out no so i've watched um uh, never sat down and watched wrestling before but watched wrestlemania 33 at uh one of our one of just my buddy's house uh and really tried uh and i can i could see in some degree like if you just want to just really get down and stupid with something why it's fun but uh i mean maybe it'd be something i'd watch again but like my biggest problem was i just couldn't do like four hours of it it just was really it was was four hours long it was long it was started at like six and i left at 10 around 10 to We'll watch the Big Little Lies finale. Um, so yeah, my in and outs are all centered on my Sunday night activities. But like, no kidding, yeah, it was like, and I wanted to see like the Undertaker thing and like see that whole thing. I figured that was gonna be big. That was the last fight. But like to get to that was just like the the I've watched through the Lesnar Goldberg fight and then I bailed. But like, man, there's just there wasn't. I mean, if it comes back around next year, maybe I'll watch it again. But I just, I just didn't. It didn't get me. I'm not, not gonna be a wrestling, you know, fanatic. But um, yeah, Caleb's guy, The Undertaker, done. Thumbs up, walking away for good. See, I've, I have watched a little bit of wrestling. I've never watched four hours of wrestling. That's what I mean, dude. It's a lot, and that's, I mean, that's like their big thing. So I thought it was gonna be all this like crazy stuff and surprises and like stuff i mean like best way to watch it is by far like in a room which was what i was in like in a room with like 10 plus dudes like who are just like screaming like amped up about it i could kind of just like chill in the corner and like take it in and and stuff but nah man uh not for you wwe didn't pick up a fan on sunday night you know from this guy well i'm sorry to hear that i i I got some Snapchats during that, and it looked like everyone was having fun, but... It was, yeah, I mean, it wasn't... I bet you it was fun for, like, an hour or two and four yeah, hours. Yeah, no, like, that's what I mean. Like, I I just didn't need... I, I couldn't last. I didn't have the wrestling endurance for it, is, is really where I was at with it. Hmm. Interesting. Well, uh, I'm going to start with my out. Uh, and this is... This kind of has to do with this pod, although I, I... You know, I... I perp, you know, I have no problem as far as like what you want to listen to your podcast on and how you want to listen to it. But I personally just have no idea how people can listen to podcasts sped up. Like I've, I've heard, I've been recommended by other people to listen to podcasts like one and a half speed, one point two speed, Ooh. whatever. I've heard other people listening to like two times the speed. Well, I've, I have no idea how you can possibly listen to someone or several people talk. And it's not that you can't understand them. It's just like it throws off the rhythm of the entire thing. It's so bizarre. I can't do it. Have you ever tried listening to podcasts like that? Uh, I mean, I've had it happen where I actually bump it, and I'm like, "Why? What's what's fucking going on? Like, what's wrong? Like, 
Spotify. I think yeah, people will different. listen to all their podcasts on that. Nope, not for me. Yeah, I can't do it. So I'm out on that. I'm a um, slow talker, as everyone that listens to this knows, and that's why our episodes are like an hour. Um, I, I could do, like, I listen, like, I could process that any faster. No, I. <laughs> I would I would miss a lot. Like I, I miss stuff sometimes when I'm listening to podcasts in the car just because you have to focus on driving. Uh, as it is, just listening to normal speed. I, yeah. And uh, so seems overwhelming. But moving on to my in, talking about uh, something that I'm definitely looking forward to listening to in my car Ooh. later this week is uh, Kendrick is coming out with a new album yeah. on Friday. I don't think that's like really confirmed. It's just ba- you know his uh, singly released a week and a half ago now um reference april the 7th so i really hope he does drop an album on the 7th but i'm just really excited for it uh blow some my fucking brain off i know that you're a fan of humble it's a really cool music video check it out if you haven't listened to it or seen it already uh but other than king kunda it's like the king kunda it's the my second favorite kendrick it's it's really good uh, oh, so God. I hope I hope it happens, and this week has been, and I'm sure is going to continue to be kind of shitty at work. So, you know, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to uh, to having a nice little pick me up on Friday, and I think that Kendrick's going to do the trick. I I agree. I'm I'm hoping for it so badly, so badly. But uh, that's all. That's all I got, PJ. I think let's let's wrap things up here. I I'm definitely excited to do a little playoff preview next week uh, and have things solidified here. NBA playoff season is is just the best. Uh, so uh, get some rest this week, PJ, and, and get ready to uh, follow the NBA twice as hard these last uh, couple months of the season. All right. So hard. So hard. Follow his life. Be humble, everyone. But check us out at thepointforwardnba.com or on Twitter at thepointforward. Um, check us out, our Facebook page out. It's just search for the point forward. And as always, we'd really appreciate a review on Stitcher or iTunes, whichever way you listen to your podcast. So I uh, hope everyone has a good week. PJ, I hope you do too. And we'll talk to you guys soon.